Well, good morning, MPC family. Good morning out there, and thank you so much for joining us for church this morning. I want to wish a happy Mother's Day to all of you moms and grandmothers and amazing women out there who make a difference in the lives of others. We are so grateful for you. This morning, I would like for us all to look at God's Word together. And if you have your Bible with you, um, open up to 2 Timothy chapter 3, uh, verse 14 and 15. I'll give you just a second to get it. I'm going to read from the NIV this morning. This is what it says. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know those from whom you learned it. And how from infancy you've known the Holy Scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ. Amen. Let's pray together. Father God, open up our hearts and our minds to all that you have to say to us today. Help us to keep our eyes fixed on you, the author and the perfecter of our faith. Help us to keep our eyes fixed on the mission of our church in this community, the mission that you've given each one of us. Reside in us today, Holy Spirit. Lead us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, as followers of Jesus, we're not only called to just make a difference. We're not just called to make a difference in the world. Scripture tells us that as Jesus works in our hearts, the, de the desire to make a difference in the world grows in us as well. As we become more like Jesus, his love of others and his desire to share the good news becomes ours. So his aim becomes our aim. And 2 Corinthians 3.18 says it so well. It says, and we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. As we follow, you and I, as we follow Jesus, we're being transformed, and so is our desire to join with Jesus in his mission. This is the essence of what discipleship is. As we mature and grow in faith, we share it, so that others can grow and mature as well. And I'm so thankful to God for giving me parents that followed him in real time. Now, they weren't, they weren't perfect, but they knew God was. They hoped and believed and relied on the redeeming power of Jesus Christ. They lived out these imperfect lives. And, and I'm telling you, the Bereans were imperfect and messy at times. But they lived out this imperfect and messy discipleship right in front of my brother and my sister and myself. And this is what it did to, to watch that unroll, watch that happen. It left me with an overwhelming sense that all, although in life there's a lot of struggles and a lot of hard things, that our Savior is perfect. Where we're not perfect, he is. They left behind a legacy for all of us kids that demonstrated and emphasized God's goodness and Christ's redemption and how it was played out in these two unperfect parental role models that we had. It showed how Christ could be the anchor and the hope and direct the lives of an imperfect family. They lived that out right in front of us. 
They demonstrated and lived out a balance, acknowledging that God had given each one of them strengths in that relationship. They allowed each other the grace to use them as they raised us, to use their strengths as they raised us up. And I'm so thankful for my mom and all of her imperfections as I watched her growing up. My eyes were on her. I loved her. And as I watched her, I watched her uh, read her Bible and turn to Jesus time and time again for strength and encouragement and hope. You know, it's, it's funny. She wasn't a pushover or a mom that always took our side. As a matter of fact, she was the kind of mom, the kind of discipler, that, uh, that, that oftentimes <laughs> would, would, we would consider the enemy. Um, many times um, I thought my mom was trying to ruin my life as, as I grew up. I thought my mom was trying to ruin my life by praying for me, for reminding me that I was a child of God, for disciplining me when I was wrong. My mom even had the gall to send me to school, even when I didn't have my homework complete, to take the consequences for not doing the work. My mom never took sides. Um, she didn't take the sides of others when I needed to learn a hard lesson. She took the side of right a lot of times. Who do you think she, or who did she think she was? I, I say this all the time. You know, I want you to think about this one. As a 16-year-old boy, um, I had just gotten my driver's license, and I was able to go on a date. Who did my mom think she was as I was getting ready to head out of the house? She came to the door, and, and she casually mentioned and lovely said, lovingly said, I've been praying for you. I've been praying for this night tonight. I know you're going on a date. And then she dropped this line. Have you ever heard this? I can't always be with you, but God can. And I'm thinking as a 16-year-old, what a crusher. What a crushing blow to my 16-year-old romantic desire because maybe I was going to have that kiss tonight, you know. And, and all my mom could say is, I can't be with you, but remember who you are. God can be with you. You know something? All in all, my mom was and remains an irreplaceable part of my discipleship journey. She, along with my dad, they left behind a legacy of faith that's carried over three generations. It, it's, it's banned into ours, and now it's in our kids, and who's going to come next? I'm so grateful to be part of that legacy. You know, I tell Krista and the girls regularly how much I miss her. And you know what? She's always going to be a hero to me, for sure. In 2 Timothy 3, we get a glimpse of the discipleship legacy of two of God's amazing female heroes, Eunice and Lois. These two women of faith were the mother and the grandmother of none other than the Apostle Paul's missionary partner and companion, Timothy. Well, we don't know much about Timothy's father or his role in the life of this future pastor and church leader, but what we do know is that his spiritual foundation was laid by these two great women of faith. The Apostle Paul wrote these words to Timothy. But as for you, continue in what you've learned and have become convinced of because you know that those, you know those who taught it to you. And you've known from infancy, you've known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. Earlier in the letter, 
to Timothy, Paul writes about the faith of Lois and Eunice and how a grandmother found the faith, passed it on to a daughter, and the two of them together pass it on to their grandson. Paul exhorts Timothy, he says, continue in what you've learned because you know who taught you. You know who loved you and cared for you. Remember how they dealt with their imperfections? Remember their faith in the Holy Scriptures? I mean, really what Paul is saying to Timothy is, hey, man, remember where you came from. Remember those who taught you because it was the truth. They taught you the truth because they loved you and they cared for you. I imagine that Timothy watched his grandmother and mom live very human lives and make mistakes and, and have struggles along the way. And as he viewed that, he also watched how they resolved those things and how they worked through those things. And they passed faith on to him. And obviously they were in touch with the scriptures. This was the gauge that they, they gauged their life by. And they deemed it so important that they passed it on to another generation. You know, I think that all of us, you and I, I think we remember what we've seen in our lifetimes and where we've come from. You see, we do remember the people in our lives. We do remember what people stood for. We do remember. You know what? We live the way that we saw those who influenced our lives live. This isn't just about moms right now, although we can learn a ton from them. It's about all of us who follow Christ and the great cloud of witnesses that we're surrounded by. Do those we influence see imperfect people, imperfect leaders, imperfect parents and role models being transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit? By the power of the Holy Scriptures? Do they see that transformation by the power of Jesus Christ? See, that's the difference. That's the difference, in, and that's how you make a difference in the world. Everything we do, the Scripture's central, central to that. Jesus is at the core of who we are. We're gospel-driven people. And that makes a huge difference. Timothy watched and he learned from these two amazing women that we know were not perfect, but they were faithful. And they pointed Timothy to the Holy Scriptures and ultimately they pointed him to Jesus. And that made a difference. They struggled as they grew in their faith in real time right in front of him, right in front of his future pastor, right in front of this future follower of Jesus. They fostered and they left behind a legacy of faith. I'm so thankful for all of the women in my life that have demonstrated discipleship and dis demonstrated faith and prayer to me. I'm grateful for you all. I want you to take a look at this clip. Teacher, coach, doctor, chef, event planner, lifeguard, 
hey moms and grandmothers and women of faith, can you see yourself in that clip? I do. I, I see the endless and thankless details and the thankless jobs that moms do on a regular basis for your own kids, for other people's kids, for the people around us, all of those things. And I am so grateful for all of that. We can learn so much from this older generation of moms that surrounds us. We can learn so much as we look back at the role of our own moms in our lives and the women who've influenced us along the way. We can learn so much in, and we can communicate those lessons on to another generation. It's a beautiful thing. God really knew what he was doing when he created this. He knew what it would take to pass faith on. Proverbs 31, 31 says, Reward her for all she's done. Let her deeds publicly declare her praise. I think that's so fitting that the deeds of a righteous woman, the deeds of a woman sold out for God, they publicly declare her praise. We love you and we thank you, moms, grandmothers, and all the amazing women of faith out there. Will you pray with me? Lord Jesus, thank you so much for all of those who've taken your call to make disciples to heart, for the tough love and the sacrifice made on our behalf, we thank you for those who've invested in us and for those that we have the privilege of investing in. We are grateful for your grace and love and mercy and to be part of your eternal legacy. May we fully trust in the wisdom of your word and the power of your salvation. God, thank you for these women of faith in our lives. Amen and amen.